0: what are you having to drink tonight chris you know what man it's that time of year and i gotta say it mm. well get me old sam adams october fest i gotta ah, have one can't go wrong like with one. it seems like they're hard to get to you know it seems like yeah. when i go to the, to the liquor stores a lot of times around this year they're just out they never have any mm. so i'm really glad that uh, i could have one tonight so definitely got to try it you know it's a treat October. It's, a beer tree. it's October. You know, it's the time. Limited edition. Yeah, yeah. My favorite time of the year. Right on. I really do. I like. I like fall. It is a nice time, isn't it? Yeah. Especially for Kentucky weather. No, I think so. It feels great. Mm-hmm. Also enjoy Halloween.
1: Yeah, that's kind I'm of always like that.
0: Even as a kid. Anyways, I remember when we lived on North Spalding. Every Halloween they would have like. You know, it'd be the whole, like, up and down the street packed full of kids. Yeah. You remember that? It was the event. Yeah, and it was always fun, though, because like, mm-hmm. everybody would have their houses all decorated. And and I remember when I was a kid, like, it's not so much like this now, Anytime that I know, but when we were kids, I remember, like, the houses were a lot more challenging. They were, like, a lot more scary. You yeah, know what I'm saying? some of them like, were. Yeah. <clears> no, I, I, seriously, I remember <coughs> it felt like, like we had to work for our candy back in the day because... A lot of people like it was really like scary stuff. You know, people jumping out of the, the leaves and yeah, you know, uh, you, you think that dummy sitting in the chair is just a, a prop. and it, oh, that it, was always it jumps up. One. You know, I mean, it really was, and and I just feel like in the uh, you that's know you got me. in the latter years, it didn't seem like that's as common anymore. Not that yeah. anybody, not that people don't do that anymore, but mm-hmm. obviously it was kind of fun as a kid. It was like a, you know that night was. Not only fun, but it was also kind of challenging, you know. And it just felt kind of cool, like you had really conquered something, you know, when you got yeah. back home, and you felt kind of proud of yourself, and, and you had candy. So, I was thinking about a scary story <sighs> that I heard. A scary story? Not too, not too long ago. Ooh, starting spooky segment early, yeah. huh? But it actually, so I'm, as some people may know, I'm I'm a pretty avid hiker. Uh-huh. I really like the outdoors. I love to hike on these trails, so... I also have sort of this thing for listening to, on YouTube, I look up true scary stories. Yeah. And I like to listen, believe it or not, as weird as this sounds, I like to listen to it before I, like, while well, I'm trying to fall asleep at night. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I know it's weird. We're like, really? Like, why? I'm like, I don't know. It just, it just calms me. It just, you know, eases my mind. I don't know. It's weird. I'm weird like that, but i wonder if that's normal i'm a creep <laughs> man i'm a widow <laughs> i listen to <laughs> scary stories i don't know people binge watch murder murder shows and and you know stuff like that all the time so i can't be that crazy but no yeah but anyways um that's true but, but i like to because i'm really a big ad, advent outdoors person i'm really get intrigued by a lot uh-huh. of the scary stories that are revolved around camping or hiking or being outdoors you know i, I think it's kind of fun oh no, yeah that would deter you from doing it not, not necessarily it kind of makes it a little more exciting you know what i'm saying like ooh, oh you want something, you know, something to dude, happen i want to i want to experience something <laughs> Ooh, i want to experience something out here But anyway (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) So so I remember this particular story (laughs) that I thought was actually very kind of it was it was creepy. Yeah. And I actually thought that it would be a really good premise for a scary movie. Uh oh. So the story was Oh, I'm stoked. And once again this is based off of supposedly true stories people were telling their accounts or whatever on these this is a story. That I've actually heard on my YouTube scary stories. Okay, gotcha. Go ahead. Right. So it's a it's a true story. Anyways, and it's about this person. They had gone up this trail that they had regularly visited, and they had gone pretty far back into the trail, and it had gotten late, and they had mm-hmm. actually set up camp for the night. And they said that at certain a certain point of the night, they heard movement kind of around their campsite. Mm-hmm. They thought maybe it could be an animal or something, but the more they listened, it sounded like it was something on two feet. So they thought this must be a person Ooh. nearby, right? So they kind of call out. They tell them, "Hey, I have a, you know, I have a gun. You know, do you need to get away from here." And they don't hear anything. The sound stops. Yeah, nothing happens. And then they hear somebody real fast take off running into the woods. So they decide to go outside of their tent to see what's going on. And when they come out. They begin looking around, they don't see anything. But then off into the distance, kind of down off this um, hill, they can see this light. The more they look at it, they realize that this light is like a lantern. Somebody's got like this this lantern lit, and they're walking with this light really fast towards this river that was down off the hill. And as this lantern moves towards the river, two more lanterns come out of the woods on the other side and meet this one lantern coming towards it. Man. So now they know there's multiple people that are in this area and they're using lanterns and flashlights and, you know, they're obviously creeping around their camp. So ah. something's really going on. So they immediately decide, obviously, I've got to pack up and I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I'm going to start trekking back down through this trail to get home. Yeah, that's Or get back much. to the car. And <clears throat> they go on to tell that throughout their whole journey back through the trail, they kept hearing these weird like barking noises and they said it was very obvious it was a person going off like off the different sides of the trail like kind of kind of a little bit distance behind them and they say you know they could every once in a while they'd hear like somebody as they were walking fast on the trail they would stop and then hear somebody else's footsteps stop also so they were trying to keep pace with them man master footsteps but they never saw the person they were never attacked But they did say that by the time they got down to the parking lot, they did turn around. And they said they just saw a silhouette of somebody walk out into the trail and watch them get into their car and drive off. Man. And I thought, man, that would be a really cool premise for like a scary movie. Because it wouldn't even have to have like violence in it. it. The whole scariness would be you're only seeing this one person, this hiker... But it's always the sounds or the, th- or the quick glimpses of something right. they catch. And the whole, so the beginning would be them having this kind of nice, cool experience going up through this trail. They find their mm-hmm. little campsite. Then the scenes happen where they have the noises, they see the lanterns. Then the rest of the film is basically just this view of them coming down. You're always focused on them coming down through this trail, but all the scary stuff's happening off screen, noises, things, sounds, you know, you mm-hmm. see a glimpse of a silhouette off to here or there. And of course, as they get closer to the parking lot, it would become more aggressive, you know, to climax the film or whatever. But I think it'd be a great idea, don't you? Man, that's spooky as hell. It is, and it's supposedly true. So I don't know that. I just that thought would that be was a cool that, movie, just for, for some reason is... that. Yeah, what would that, you that, call that, it? A light in the night. Ooh, man, that's a knockout. Kind of gives me now. Uh, yeah, out. I have coach chills too. Ooh. But you know, I like camping though. I mean, I like it, but. I don't know. I, I usually that's camp. a little bit of a trip, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy though. So, do you think about that stuff while you're out hiking? I mean, I'll tell you this: I always carry with me whenever I'm out hiking. So yeah. that's a good idea. But... I mean, I'm I'm, you know, I'm certainly not. I don't think I ever I'm ever, ever really out there hiking at night or anything. I mean, it's I've had some times when I've been on the trail and I've been a little more alert because I've heard something unusual or maybe I passed a person that made me uncomfortable on the trail. Really. Um, but I've never had any like negative experience. I've never actually like had anybody you know stalking me or anything like that. So that I know of, at least. So what made you feel uncomfortable? Well, about certain people. Well, I've just seen I've passed people before on the trail that kind of didn't seem like they should be out there. Like they weren't really dressed to be out on the trail, uh-huh. and they just kind of. I don't, they just kind of gave off a weird vibe. Yeah, no. Act a little unusual. Um, I can remember one experience. I was out pretty far. I was actually out pretty far. It was a five, it was like a five or six mile trail that I was on. I was like right in the middle of it. So I was pretty far out by myself. Nobody was around. Yeah. No. And I remember I did, I came in, like this guy was coming down and this is like really, really out in the middle of nowhere and I hadn't seen anybody for a mile. And here comes this guy walking down the path. And I kid you not, he's in like dress clothes, like a suit and dress uh, pants, dress shoes, and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't look at me. He just looks straight ahead, and he just keeps walking. I—I I mean, I thought it was unusual, but yeah. after that, nothing else happened. You said this was really far out. This is like out. This is like literally out in the middle of nowhere. It was on a trail. It was on. A, I mean, it was a, a well-known place, but this was like deep tre. You know, this is hard trails and hike. I mean, this is pretty far out there, and yeah. it was just weird. You know, that guy seemed very out of place, and he seemed to not know. Like he didn't seem to recognize that I was there or that he knew what was going on. It was just very it was just very, very bizarre and it made you know how you like you're sometimes you're in these moments and just something tells you something's not right. Yeah. Like you feel it. The gut instinct. It, it it felt very uncomfortable. Like for about the next hour I was like really on edge. Like I was literally I turned off I had like some music on and my earphones in. I turned my music off, took everything down. Like I was like really on high alert. Because something just—I was not with the dogs. Mm-hmm. It was only me. um I don't know. Just something just made me feel really, really off in, out there. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I've never had like uh, people stalking me on the trails or anything that I know <laughs> of. So I don't know, man. There's some weird stuff out there. A lot of stuff that I don't think we understand and know about. I wonder if there's any stories of people being in in deep trails and actually getting followed and stalked. I mean, I know you just told the one about your movie premise idea, which is pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's any more like that. Well, oh, I'm sure. I mean, I I read a story um, sometime last year that was, it took place on the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. And I think it was this, um, he was in maybe a Marine, or he was in the um, military. Mm-hmm. And he had come back from overseas and was kind of trying to deal with some, like, PTSD and had taken a trip with his girlfriend to go through this Appalachian Trail. Yeah. It's kind of a way to kind of escape and decompress and try to heal himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And apparently they ran into some guy that was just, I don't know, just some crazy guy. He ended up attacking him, no joke, with a machete and actually killed the guy. God. Yeah. I remember you, mean, I think I felt like you mentioned this before, too. Yeah. I kind of I mean you can actually this. look it up. Like it's like a real story. You can find it and look it up and read about man, it. Man, that's crazy. crazy. You know these two people just out trying to enjoy a nice you know hike through nature, and some crazy maniac comes out and literally kills one of them with a freaking like for, like freaking Jason. <laughs> There's a man with no life in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you get the allergies with the fall too, don't you? I'm really really bad with like. Ragweed or yeah, was real bad around fall time. Yeah, my allergies kicking pretty bad. So I had an idea about a premise, speaking of movies and premises, for The True Patriot 2. <laughs> now, to kind of recap, in case you forgot, in one of our previous episodes, <laughs> I had mentioned the idea for a movie that I was going to call "The True Patriot," <laughs> and it was basically going to be sort of the premise is going to be this uh, this group of mil- militia people take over or to take over the United States and yeah. kind of suppress the people in the process of reaching out to try to find out all these people that are out more in the rural areas, you know, uh-huh. coming across. <laughs> This guy that basically ends up kind of like starting to kill him off, and <laughs> right. he's all you know because he's he's hardcore about he's a true patriot. He's, he's the still, true patriot. He's literally ready to die for his country, and he just starts. I remember doing, he wore like a Captain America, right? And he was gonna we were gonna actually have him dress as like a like an old fashioned like Revolutionary War like yeah. outfit, but he uses like modern weapons and booby traps and everything like that. So, anyways, <laughs> it kind of like turns into this horror survival. <laughs> movie about these <laughs> these militia people trying to escape from this guy's oh, property great. and he's hunting them down, you know, and taking them out. But anyway, so the second film actually goes back in time to like the know, middle What is this like his grandfather or his grandfather Well, this is just this is it's it's almost like an anthology, right? Like it's <laughs> it's the same name but it's a little bit different story, maybe different, different characters, variations. Right? different So this variations. is the t- True Patriot too, but it takes place like in the midst of the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of these kids that a couple of them are, are dodging the draft, and they're kind of running around their buddy's van, you know, and trying to, you know. <laughs> he naturally just has a van. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> anyways, they end up breaking down, and they, they end up coming across this guy's house. And it just so turns out that he's this old World War Two veteran. <laughs> he had fought in the Pacific, and anyways, it's some, true it, 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 some, some, somehow throughout the story, he finds out that a couple of these kids are trying to dodge the draft. Oh no! And so he decides that he is going to take things into his own hand, and that he <laughs> is going to he is going to death. What would you say earlier? What was the death by desertion? Desertion, yeah death by desertion. (laughs) He's going to start hunting down these kids and taking them out. Oh, no. You know, and it would just kind of be, I mean, it would kind of be like the first one, but, you know, a little bit different. It would be this, you know, over the top, you know, he's killing off these kids with all these old, like, World War II weapons and booby traps and things, and, you know, some kids crawling away as he's approaching. He's like, please, sir, you don't have to do this. You don't want to do this, sir, please. And he's like, Say death that, for desertion. I'm sorry. Yeah, de- death for desertion. And he'll say, I killed 3,200 Japanese soldier clients, Sarabachi. <laughs> what the hell makes you think I'm going to care about killing you? This summer. The long arm of freedom. I like that, yeah. Mega cities. <laughs> <speaking> It's like an '80s themed. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you hear Carl Urban's voice come over the, you know, the voiceover of them flying into this giant mega, you know, night city in the cyberpunk universe or whatever. And then you hear you hear Judge Dredd's voice, mega cities. <laughs> bam, bam. It's it's awesome. I love it. I'm like that is the coolest fucking intro. In the year 2044, we built mega cities. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got three perps on a motorcycle, (laughs) (laughs) judge, jury, and (laughs) execution. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Isn't the concept of judge, dread crazy? Isn't it crazy that it could become a reality at some point? I don't know. I don't know. Like, would you would you feel safer with that kind of police force, or would you be more afraid? I would be more afraid because you would be like, man, like. They they have literally are given the right to kill me on spot if they feel that it's just bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah, man, that would be a weird thing to explore right there. I don't know, man. That's that's, that's maybe going to But you know, but you know we're supposed to look at Robocop as like a hero though. But what if all the bad guys are just really people who thought that this was corrupt a government and they were trying to fight against it and really the movie is you're watching the actual the Robocop's actually the evil one. And you know, all oh, the bad man. guys are actually trying to go against the government they believe is is suppressed them with law these law enforcing machines basically if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, you suppress the population. Maybe that's what Robocop really is. I don't know. It's kind of that, that one's kind of a trip, isn't it? Food for thought. I don't know. Might have to rewatch it. Beast man. Row. Wow. You know what I was thinking the other day? It's really weird. Potential. 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 There's is kind of strange about it. How many times in your life have You thinking about this word or Well, let me tell wait, you. What now? I, let me tell you what I was thinking about. So here's here's how I sort of how my mind works. Okay. I thought about well, how much people talk about, you know, potential as. You don't understand, you have so much potential at this. Yeah. And I've had so many people in my past try to push me on what they see my potential to be. Mhm. But very few times do they actually seem to care if that's what I actually cared about or wanted to do. Oh, that doesn't exist. And so what I start to ask is, when when you exist, is your potential what ultimately has to define you? And that's why people say, oh, you don't understand, you have this potential, this is what you have to do, this is what you need to be doing. It's your path. Is that the way people truly view it? Because to me, because your are I may have the potential to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I care about those things or that I want to do those things. So should I still do them just because I have magnificent potential at them? mm I don't know. Some would argue it's a waste, though. But if, it's, if life is about finding true happiness, which I believe that right. there is no waste if you find something that makes you happy. It doesn't matter if it doesn't meet what somebody thinks your potential is. Mm-hmm. If your potential doesn't make you happy, it doesn't really freaking matter how good you are at it. Yeah, right on. That's the way I look at it, but other people may feel differently. I don't know. It's a, it's a strange idea to me. Yeah. And it's also I good see to be that pushed I, at times, I I think it's okay. I think it's okay to say, Hey, maybe explore this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but don't I don't think it's okay to constantly push somebody if they say, Hey, I tried it and I'm I'm not I'm not i I'm not in it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This isn't my thing. Mhm. That's just my thoughts on it. I think it's pretty reasonable. Your thoughts on that are, are I think they're fair. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something I was thinking about because it's something that people put a lot of focus on is what your potential is. Mm-hmm. And not what your true desires are. What your true want to make, you know, what your true happiness is, I guess. Is I'm yeah. Say. I don't know. Sometimes they are one and the same. I guess if you're lucky, right? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Mr. Simon, bring me some mm. to <laughs> I don't know how it goes. Is that in the Halloween movie? I think so. Mm. This is Halloween. Halloween. Halloween is kind of a cool holiday, isn't it? Based off uh pagan rituals or something? Yeah, I think so. All Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve. What is the history of All Hallows Eve? Have you ever seen the old the old trick or treating pictures? Yeah, I like have. the ones that, that are real creepy, man. Halloween is the evening before the Christian holy days of All Hallows Day, also known as All Saints or Hallowmas. On the I like that Hallowmas, Hallowmas, like Christmas, like Hallowmas on November first, and All Souls Day on November second. Hmm. So we get we get more we can celebrate more than just Halloween. Thus giving the holiday on the thirty first October the full name of All Hallows Eve. Sucking on that juice. Sucking on that juice. Never mind. I don't know. I don't know. I can't find the origins that... Celebrates Halloween (laughs) and buy that (laughs) hearth. Hey, so there was this guy I was talking to the other day uh, at a birthday party. Mm -hmm. He, He has a really interesting job. What's that? Well, in order to describe this job accurately, I need to go back a little bit. And I believe it was the late 80s, early 90s, probably early 90s there was a card game developed called Magic, or Magic the Gathering. Maybe that was okay, the, the yeah. full name of it. There was this card game developed, and these cards were kind of like the Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Digimon cards before there was any of that. These were the original. It was the original of, of collectible card yeah. decks and stuff. So what he does is he trades these cards. Like, some of them were their, were their first editions and they're really rare— worth, like, thousands of dollars. Really? And he does this for a living. And I just, I thought that was fascinating. Wow. Yeah, he, like, trades these cards. He buys in, like, bulk. He'll find people selling their collections, and then he'll buy their collection, and kind of, he just knows what to look for. He kind of pulls out things that will generate money. That's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, and that's what he does for, like, a living. I thought that was well, amazing. I was like, sells really cool. Gathering cards. Yeah. That's insane. And you gotta see them, they're like, they're, they're kind of like artwork. When you look at them, I mean, they're they're they really cool pictures that are really well done. The, the, you're talking about these older versions, or well, I mean, and I've, I mean, most I mean, I've seen most of all of them. I've seen. I mean, I've seen Magic the Gathering. A lot of them. I mean, this is something different than like what, excuse me, what I would find at a store today, right? I mean, no, no. I the ones you're talking about, like the rare ones. You no, you won't get. In, you probably won't get in card packs, or you won't get first editions in card packs anymore. I was, just, I mean, like you said it, the, the artwork. I'm assuming it was different than what you would see now. No, yeah, I mean it all kind of looks the same. I don't. I don't yeah. never mind. Sorry, I don't know what you are <laughs> threw me off, man. Never mind. <laughs> but anyway, so, so that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's what he does, man. I thought that was really cool. Eyes and trades, Magic the Gathering cards. And he really likes them. Like he enjoys. Yeah collecting oh, them yeah. and, and he plays like there's yeah. an actual there's an actual game to it and he actually yeah. plays the game as well yeah i mean i'm I've, I've, he probably does pretty well yeah i mean, I mean I've, well. I've, I've known a few people that play the game and, and yeah i mean it's a pretty big deal well a lot of people don't know that you can actually make a lot of money well, well i think more people know now that you can make a lot of money playing video games but I think some people still don't realize that like there's actually like a thing for it. Like you stream online and yeah, if you're really yeah. good a lot of people will watch you yeah, and they literally pay to watch you play video there's games. There's like there's like pro players of these yeah. games. They call it the awesome. esports. Oh yeah. It's really interesting. I mean it's crazy how far video games have come, period. Yeah. I mean to yeah. the point where they're now an official sport, you know, they have sponsored leagues. I mean it's crazy, man sponsored leagues that's right yeah, i mean you've got literally you know you're talking about streaming it's almost like they're their own tv channels now yeah gaming i'm literally watching people play games it's literally what people do they pay to watch like or they don't pay but they they literally sit and watch these people stream themselves playing video games yeah man just hang out with them it's crazy man it's interesting i love it i think it's awesome yeah so chris we we may be on we may be on the cusp of seeing a an internet star in the making right yeah I don't know, man. It's brilliant. (laughs) It is brilliant. It is. It really is. (laughs) It is really brilliant. So, just to clarify. (laughs) Yeah. So, there's this... There's these videos out here Mm -hmm. of this guy that actually lives very close to us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's always... These are strange videos of him, like... (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. It's almost yeah. like he's he's seeking a lover, but the way he's advertising himself is always so bizarre. <laughs> he always seems to be somewhat shirtless. <laughs> and 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 he always has a crossbow in the yeah. video, sitting in a chair, always. Oh, I know that's cool. A crossbow. I think that's neat. In the recent video, he, he was... <laughs> No joke. Like, there was one video where he's in his bathroom, and he's, like, talking about how he really needs somebody in his life to come home to after work <laughs> yeah. and take a bath with him and his rubber ducks. Oh, and no joke, he has his rubber ducks lined up on this counter. Yeah. And then he proceeds to take a wad of cash <laughs> and say, and i am pay, because I'm keeping America great again. And he throws his cash into the sink, and he follows it up with... Oh. And keep it greased. And keep it greased. Is every that not badass? every video, oh, badass, every man. video ends him ends with him saying, "Keep it greased. Keep it greased." I love it. I think it's, it's, I think it's awesome. I, I know I'm not explaining very much, but just to give you a glimpse into it, it is pretty pretty freaking funny. Yeah, and crazy. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. it's a it just needs to be discovered. Keep it greased. Have you ever stumbled across any any people on, like, YouTube that you, you were kind of like, why aren't they more popular than, than what they are? I don't know. I don't know that I have, because I don't spend that much time watching YouTube. Yeah. Really? But I know a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Started, you know, well, I mean, we used to watch, what were those guys we used to watch all the time that were kind of, like, funny, but they were weird all the time, like, the neighbor old guy and the one guy the the oh, fifth yeah. of a dime or whatever. Of a dime, yeah. Yeah. And I think like we started watching them when they were pretty raw, you know, pretty yeah. pretty amateur stuff. But it was funny though; they were really they had like these yeah. really funny, just weird sh- skits and stuff. But I think they ended up kind of be- getting bigger at some point. I do remember uh-huh. them kind of branching off and actually starting their own like channels and things. And mm-hmm. yeah, other than that, I can't really think of a lot of other people, man. <clears throat> Except for Keep It Grease guy. Keep It Grease. <laughs> I think it's a hit. There's also a guy that I know, Chris, that has been making really cool like like he's been making rap music for a while. Yeah. And he goes way back. It's maybe I think he's been doing it probably god, maybe 10 years now. Yeah. And he started off and I am not really sure how his equipment setup was and everything, but he started off and and he kind of went for this certain niche it seemed to be. So anyways, lately he's kind of traveled into this new style that's really good man like it's really good like i was listening to it the other day and i was like this is great (laughs) this is really Really, yeah this is really good music yeah and i just thought that was really cool like that guy may be he he may be somebody that i can be like oh i I knew that guy like i actually knew oh yeah kind of cool whenever you like know somebody and you see them trying to grow and kind of make themselves in the world and you're like man like you're gonna be somebody one day yeah you know man. that like you just know it you know you just know that they're gonna you're be in the presence of day. greatness you know and you're watching the development you're watching the process you know what I'm saying you're watching them be travel to that point you know? yeah you kind of cool evolve, it's kind of cool man I like that and man to see someone especially someone when you're doing things like that absolutely yeah you know that especially yeah. with art god that seems yeah. like it would be i mean that just seems like grinding yeah you know to work your way but you know and, i mean a lot of, of times you know you see these people and they're very passionate about what they do yeah. I mean, you have to have that man i admire the hell out of it. oh yeah absolutely absolutely man and hope hopefully we can say a real-time story of someone coming to greatness through hard work yeah, right? that'd be, it's always cool oh, yeah. you know through grinding their way to it yeah That'd be awesome. What's your take on Bigfoot? I don't know. I think that I mean, it could. I believe. I believe most things could be possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen Bigfoot, so I don't know that he exists, but could be possible. You know, the thing that always weirds me out about the whole Bigfoot thing is whenever I talk to guys who I've worked with, mm-hmm. some of the guys have like their own cabins out in the woods, and they'll go out there for a hunting trip or, mm-hmm. or just to go stay a night out yeah. there. And I've asked them before. Hey, have you ever heard anything weird out there? And almost every one of them will tell you they have. Really? Oh, it's strange. Really? And every one of them almost always describe it kind of the same way. How's that? Well, because they always say, it sounded like a fox, but it wasn't a fox. Really? Because I know, like foxes, can sound really very weird, like life. like very like a woman life. screaming or something. Yeah. yeah. Which and, and, and a lot of these guys have been out in the woods for years. You know? oh, yeah. I mean they're, yeah. they're they're very familiar with the sounds exactly and exactly sights and things. Yeah. Right. They their ears have been trained mm-hmm. to hear these things, yeah. and they that's what they most of them always say some really loud yell mm. that sounded almost like a fox because and I'm assuming whenever they say that because of the human element. But they said it wasn't a fox man. Hmm. They said I know it wasn't a fox. And they can't. They don't know anything else. Well, it well, sounds I've, like that. Well, one mm. of the guys I remember him even telling me. He said, "Man, I slipped the gun under my pillow that hey. night. Yeah, it freaked him out that bad." Hmm. But I think I mean, things I like think that are strange. Well, I mean, I definitely believe there's things in the world that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't assume that. Yeah. So, I mean. Maybe there is some kind of ape-like creature running around in the wilderness. I don't know. I mean, who are we to say it's not? I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I like to imagine what it would be like. It would be kind of interesting when run it? into something like that, yeah. I've always been fascinated by stuff like that, the cryptids. Yeah. All the cryptids from around the world. I love stuff like that. You know? And saw, there's all kinds of them, you know? I always thought the creepiest ones were the sea serpents. Oh, yeah. Well, see, like real sea I, you know, You know, and that's, that's, to me, the most believable is sea monsters because that's like the one spot on Earth that we know so little about. You right. Know, there's so much about it we don't understand is the oceans and its depths. And, I mean, mm-hmm. so do we really know what's down there? I mean... That's the most plausible to me, where something monsters could be hiding that we're not aware of, you know, yeah, would be there. Well, wasn't it just recently, when well, I say recently, wasn't it around 2003 or so that they actually confirmed, or they, I'm sorry, they actually caught footage of a giant squid in its habitat? Because they had found a lot of them dead. If you ever look up pictures yeah, of giant I think squids, you're right, it's, yeah. it is strange yeah. how huge these mm-hmm. things are. It looks, it looks alien almost. You know, but some people, never... some people speculate that maybe where people came with the idea with the kraken, yeah, the kraken. it well, was from the one maybe that's all... spotting yeah, but... a, a giant squid or something. Yeah. Well, one of them that's kind of strange about that one is I believe there's an actual account on it. Mm. I, I don't think it's just a sea legend. I think there's actually incidents of a giant squid attacking people. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which doesn't make a lot of sense with I our do. current science because they don't really they they. They, they live in the depths yeah. but so I'm mm. curious do sea serpents still exist we obviously know giant squids do why can't sea serpents exist and as man modernized the world they just retreated into the depths they adapted yeah, it's, um, it's, to get I'm saying, away from it's us. very possible in the ocean yeah. there's a lot of things that, that a lot of unknown you know it's kind of why like I like the ocean it's beautiful and it's kind of fun to go to the beach but mm. man it, it creeps me out too I don't like being yeah, out the middle I don't of the ocean. Far out yeah into it. <laughs> Because it's just, just something about, you just start thinking about stuff like that. Like, what's really down there below <laughs> me, all right? Yeah. Do I really know? I don't know, man. It's crazy. But I believe there, I mean, to me, it just, I believe there's things out there that we probably don't fully understand. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think there's a quantum physics theory that's called multi, multi-universes or the multi-world theory. Mm-hmm. Multiverse. It's the multiverse theory. Something really strange like that. But it's this theory that, and that I know nothing about quantum physics, but I'm assuming this is from something maybe that math can tell us, mm-hmm. that can physically exist. Maybe there's something that we don't really we, we know how to get there, but we don't really understand what we're looking at yeah. when it comes to some kind of equation. Mm-hmm. So the multi-world theory is that every choice you've ever made in your life branches off and goes into a different dimension. And that choice, whether it be small or large, changes each branch. Really? I've never it heard that before. It breaks off every ba- branch, and mm. this supposedly can theoretically exist. So There's a version of you, Chris, that isn't sitting here right now. There's a version of you that's not alive right now. There's a version of you that lives in a mansion in Bel Air. Well, this version sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want one of the other versions. No, but it is That's interesting a weirding, though. It? But it is interesting though to really think about that. because it be because, cool if you could see? You know, if you how many see times what do people feel like they kind of are living in their own world? Like they feel like yeah. they're really their experiences are that unique. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. A lot of people feel like that. Yeah alternate dimensions. I think it's kind of cool actually. I think it makes the universe a lot less limitless, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Possibilities. It's kind of my theory that, you know, the possibility could be that when you die, there's so much energy that comes with your existence, you know, an energy force. Mm-hmm. That that can't, you know, you can't destroy energy, right? You can't. What's the what's the what's the law of the thermodynamics? You can't. Energy is not created nor destroyed, or destroyed, so because we die, you can't assume all that energy just disappears. It has to go somewhere. So what if our energy is released and we become kind of more of this energy that travels through the universe? Mm-hmm. Maybe even, you know, I believe there's a possibility for reincarnation. Because if you believe the idea that there has to be a certain type of life you live in order to have a satisfactory afterlife. Right. You have to Do You have to live a certain life. You have to lead a certain way to be able to achieve that is what most religions believe to some degree, right? You have to do something. You know, you have to kind of live a certain life to be able to access this, you know? And, And anyways, so, you know, I think about at times how much suffering there is on earth. And to me, it kind of makes me question, well, do people really, you know, get sent to a hell and punished for eternity? Or do you just keep being reincarnated on earth and have to keep living on this? On earth, you're mortal. You know, you're very, you're vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you hurt, you feel pain, you experience things, and you don't get to escape that until you've really learned Mm -hmm. what it means to be good, I guess. And then your soul is finally released. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Is it like a purgatory? Kind of. Kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like your suffering is yet to keep existing on earth until you sort of fulfill this way of living, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an idea. It's pretty intense. The Bible's a pretty cool book, though. It is. It is very it's interesting. It's really interesting. Absolutely. There's a reason why it's one of like the, the most famous books in the whole world. Yeah. Right? And some of the stories are really fascinating. They are. They're almost like fables, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how you would say it? Uh, yeah. Some it's kind theory, of like fables. Sure. Some of them are mm-hmm. fables and stuff. And you kind of have your heroes and things and yeah. your villains in the story. And, you know, there's sort of this moral idea you're supposed to learn from the stories and mm-hmm. things, I think, in most cases. And, yeah. Yeah. The, a lesson to be learned. Kind of like these legends, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because the Bible kind of have its, has its own mythos, right? Yeah absolutely like the horsemen of the apocalypse right and the great beast that rises from the ocean and the mark of the beast right. man that's some that's some cool shit that's some dark stuff right there isn't it, it? is but it's but it's it's kind of fascinating isn't it, it? is it yeah. yeah and exciting yeah there's a lot of shows that kind of play off that lore some of them yeah. do it really well right some of them do it really cool and they kind of develop their own storylines mm-hmm. that branch into it but yeah I, I, it's 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 an interesting book all right chris well i need to get out of here All right, man, till next time. As always, stay true, stay real, and stay righteous.